Shut up and sit down. It's all a big lie. We ain't ready. This New Year's come, and we said we were ready, but we were not ready. (laughs) I don't even know what episode it is. What, 176, 177? I see you looking. I I see you looking. I don't know. It's impossible to tell. We're (laughs) somewhere in that range of third shift, everybody. Welcome back. It's a new year, not a new us. We're the same old people you left behind last year. Same old us. Nothing ever changes with us. That's just how it goes. You either (laughs) love it, you hate it. doesn't matter. We're going to keep coming at you. (laughs) We might have some new changes, though, this year, but we still have to have a meeting. You keep keep teasing these changes, Eric. What are these changes? I even don't know know what the changes are, and I'm the damn host (laughs) of the show. You're going to find out soon, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you better be scared, dang it. But until that time comes, we're going to keep coming at you the way we always do. And before we kick off this next episode here, we got to go, hey, what was your week like, Matt? My week was like complete garbage because it's been quarter end. So this week has been, so far, this week has been 11 days long, working every day and going to work and like the machine being broken and me putting my hands in the machine and like holding it together and making it run like every day great it's been awesome but outside of work it was a magical week because january 4th is wrestle kingdom for new japan pro wrestling and this time they stretched it over another day so it was also january 5th i love wrestle kingdom it's like their big wrestlemania first night was pretty good but didn't tick a lot of boxes for me but night two it was everything that i love about new japan pro wrestling all my favorite stars doing their favorite stuff awesome moments just holy moments that made me jump out of my seat and pump my fists and yell so loud that it like hurt my ears in this little room that i'm in oh man it was so good i'm still watching the follow-up show from january 6th even that's got awesome moments that are making me just like stand up and cheer so outside of the complete misery there is still good in this world and it's wrestle kingdom from new japan pro wrestling and it's also the two games that i played the only two sessions that I got with gaming over this past week, I streamed them. Yakuza 4 Remastered. I'm on the second character now. His style is not the kind that I like, but it's I'm slowly starting to get into it. And it's cool just having the, the sub-story explosion again. Like, I'm involved with all these, like, homeless people in an underground sewer. I'm picking up garbage and trading it in for points. And I, like, but I also have to do this whole very important story I'm just messing around with all these homeless people and like finding food for cats and doing all this crazy stuff. It's great. I love it. It's my favorite thing in Yakuza. It's just fooling around and doing nonsense. And I streamed it and it was great. Then the other game I played was Death Stranding and I streamed that and I made a friend. I made a friend in Death Death Stranding. His name is Truck. I stole him from a mule camp and he hauls all the things for me. We go down the giant highway together, hauling all this stuff, and I unload him. I'm like, stay there, truck. Be good. I'll be back for you. And I hike through the wilderness and I get attacked by BTs and I get just slimed by these horrible things and I fall off cliffs. But when I come back, truck is still there. And I say, oh, thank God, truck. And he's all rusted out because I left him in the rain accidentally. Actually, I didn't know the rain was coming through. He's all rusted. I'm like, oh, truck, God, God, back you up under the shelter, man. You're my only friend here out in the wilderness, which is true because there's nobody else to be friends with other than the hologram people that you see. 
But it was a great that was a great stream. I enjoyed that one. Just me and the adventures of truck. Also, just, it just reminds me of the Tin Man. Just put a little oil on him. He's good to go. You know what I'm saying? That's it's right. Fine. Whoop whoop. Lube him up, and he's rock and rolling all over again. It super bums me out because you can't save mule vehicles when you steal them. It's just like, oh well, you can only save vehicles you crafted. So I was like, I think for like a couple minutes, I was like trying to reposition them on the little vehicle garage elevator. I'm like, why can't truck go down? Oh, well. And then when he was almost destroyed because of the freaking time fall, I was like, no, truck, you got to stay here. Google, Google, can you save truck? Truck truck is just out in the wilderness. He can't can't go in a garage. All right, me and truck until he falls apart. Mm -hmm. That's it. (laughs) (sighs) So that was fun. Hey, I did a bunch of book reading, but you can't talk about books on the podcast. This is fun, fun books I read. And uh, they, I guess that was it. I didn't see any movies because it's quarter end. You can't do fun things. What about you, Eric? Hey, it's the same boat, man. It's Monday it was like Monday number 5,000 at some point. Working, working, mm-hmm. working, working, working. I learned a great thing at work that the less you do, the better off you are. Like working hard is not mm-hmm. good at work. You would want to work as least amount as possible to be liked amount the most. So I learned yeah. that important lesson this time around. So I stopped working hard. And now everybody likes me. It's a good thing. Wow, it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. We learned that. Got through there. Didn't do much in real life. Like you said, you know, we spent most time working and just surviving. So none of that happened. Mm -hmm. However, in the gaming front, man, wow. Finally got that Switch out. And at work, Switch had an update that now allows you to access the internet that makes you go through like a verification type thing. And it didn't used to do that. Mm So I did that, and I had Fire Emblem's Three Houses, because I got that for Christmas. And I started playing that, and oh, man, now I'm just bringing my Switch to work every day. And at lunch, I just eat where I eat real quick, and I'm like, oh, okay, time to play the Switch. Putting Fire Emblem in. Mm-hmm. Mm, what a good time. That game is so flipping awesome. Just having a freaking blast with it. Uh, I feel just like I did in Persona. I'm over. I'm like overburdened. I'm scared. Because it's like, oh, it's your free day. Do as you please. Do you want to do side quests? Maybe you should talk to some people. Who you want to invite to lunch and hang out with? And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, God, I can't make these decisions. I don't know who I like yet. It's too early. It's too early. Uh, so I'm tempted to cheat and like go online and be like, who's the best characters? Who's the best bays? Da 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 da. All that good stuff. But I haven't because the other part of me goes, no, Eric, go with your heart. What feels right? Who do you like? But I know that's false because if I do that, the person I like will want 72 dexterity and you have to do this lancing thing or something to get them to like you and come onto your team. And Mm -hmm. I won't know that per se. And I'll go with the wrong things to get somebody else I like. And then I'll come back and figure out that it's just far too late to ever get this person to join you and like you. And I'll go, oh, and I won't be able to deal with it. Or it'll be like the last Fire Emblem I played, where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm building up this character because she's awesome. I really like her." And it got like to like the, just a step before, like, "Oh, you married and now you have a kid." And then like another character came swooping in and was like, "Hey, I ride with Pegasus and I fly Check around." Check me out. And I was like, oh, "You're awesome." <laughs> <laughs> jump, jump, so a if it if it was a f- but if it was like a free time days, then all those days are wasted because <laughs> now you just you just want to jump and grab on the other one. Yes, that is the exact predicament I'm in, Matt. I don't know who to like, mm-hmm. who to love, who to hate. It's too early in the game, but the game literally, from the moment you go, starts going, hey, who do you want here? Who do you want here? Do you like this person? Hey, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And and there you go. You just start making quick 
reaction decisions and then you can go to like read their profiles and like look at things they like dislike you know what their skill sets are so you can kind of base your judgment off that and then it tells you like their personalities so you can be like oh i don't want anybody who's all emo on my team and so you can you know immediately throw those people out that kind of thing a great game just like with valkyria (laughs) yeah exactly you read through the dossiers like oh i don't like you anymore because you're a racist Mm -hmm. get Get out of my team i want Uh you out of here oh but he's like one of the best doesn't matter whoop this, this guy eats corpses, you're on. Get yeah. in there. Cannibals, all of them. Give them to me. <laughs> so I'm having a good time with that, and it's nice to take the switch in there and just get away from it all. I just got to get back in the groove of going down to the chow hall and staying away from my mm-hmm. area so that way I don't have to answer the door like I did just today like two times. Yeah, mm-hmm. got to stop doing that. That's a naughty thing to be doing. <laughs> Make sure you bring your headphones, mm-hmm. too. Because literally everyone in the chow hall is like wow. a hundred de- decibel talker, or even even okay, I got a rant. Even at Candyland, I went down to the chow hall there. There's never anybody down there. The day I went down there, oh, two guys came down, and they're all the dudes who go <clears throat> every thirty seconds. <clears throat> Why can't people like breathe or use their throats? I don't understand. <laughs> I was like the whole time I was down there, I didn't go <clears throat> not once. <clears throat> just sitting there not even talking <clears throat> what why'd you have to do that Strangle. you weren't gonna say anything what are you doing why why horrible people mm-hmm. ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah. besides that been playing ukulele on the switch as well a lot of fun the kids are getting into that one they're actually doing really well mm. they're starting to actually be able to beat levels so this is the first time nice. i've seen them play and actually accomplish something in the game and i'm like there's mm. hope there's hope here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So super stoked about that. Beyond that, did some Borderlands 3. Uh, tried the Malone takedown again. Did not successfully get it done. Uh, of course, I already told you to finish the Moxie, you know, heist DLC mm. somewhere along the line. So yeah, that's been it. I'm hoping for a much more, uh, vibrant week next week since we got the week before yeah. tax end, but we'll figure it out. We'll see what happens. Who knows? That's right. So that was us individually this week. Together as a team this week, I do have to say it, we did IG2G episode 69. I had some awesome releases. I had some stuff I found that released over the past holiday times that I didn't even know came out. And other things that when I looked into them, I was like, oh, wow, this is way cooler than I thought it was. Neato. So it was a good show. Everybody should give it a listen. As per usual, I enjoyed it as well. A couple really cool games. As Matt said, games that I didn't have a clue about. And then started looking at them and went, wow, okay, this is actually really neat. And I want to check it out. That's what the whole purpose of that show is, is just to keep my eye on smaller games or weirder games, Mm -hmm. just to know what's happening besides the big titles that I always see and hear coming up on all the big sites that I visit all the time. So a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Check it out. And then we had an awesome discussion on things we want to see come back. And I'm surprised how much we both agreed with each other's picks. Like, as soon as you put out the topic, I was like, Eric's going to think my stuff's stupid. But every time I said something, you were like, oh, yeah. And every time you said something, I was like, heck, yeah, dude. It was it great. Was. It was great. We're awesome. That topic was fun. And I, it's one of those topics, too, that over some beers, we could just literally go on for oh, hours yeah. about what we want to see, what mm-hmm. we'd like to see uh, coming back, coming back. Then do it's a glorious topic, but of course in our episode we have to keep it a little bit shorter, but it was still wonderful to talk Mm. about, and I hope you guys all enjoy. Heck yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed that one, especially because coming up next week, we got nothing. There's nothing for you. 
Well, this challenge is to a talented Tuesday. What is that even? I don't even know. I write TT, and I say to myself, why do I even write that? It's pointless. Whatever. But what's not pointless was that photo mode contest the Gearbox had for Borderlands 3 because the winners were announced, the Grand Slam winners and the Ultra Magnus winners and the Swag Pack winners. A lot of good entries in there, a lot of cool stuff happening. So congrats to all you photo mode people. And I will say briefly that the Grand Prize winner for myself, that was a weird one. I I, yeah, I, I think, if anything, the two Elite Swag Pack winners, one of those should have been the winner. The first two, the Charred Book and the Harvo 052 both of those mm. I thought were pretty darn fantastic. So, oh yeah. So in my opinion, one of those two should have won. But hey, I wasn't a judge and I didn't submit, so I really don't have much room to talk. True, true. I like the uh, I like that motel one too because it has a nice grimy, gritty filter on it. So pretty cool. But definitely a bunch of good submissions, and congratulations to everybody who won. Yeah, congratulations on getting your butts out there and submitting. I talked about doing it. I didn't do it. So you all got a lot mm-hmm. more gumption than I do. A big old uh, wonderful kudos to all of you. And, of course, we we all <laughs> talked about it. I don't think I even entered photo mode to see how it worked. I didn't even do that. I did that at least. Yes, I'm <laughs> victorious. I have at least touched the photo <laughs> mode and messed with it. Yes, thank you. I even I oh, wait even a minute. went further and looked for a spot one time for like five minutes. I was like looking around, nice. and then I went, ah, I don't have time for this right now, and then gave up <laughs> on it. And hey, speaking of things that you don't have time for, apparently I didn't have time to remember my favorite part of the show. It's Ooh. been so long since we've done a proper show, I forgot all about... The best part of third shift. I know. I I heard. I heard the keyboards in the future. People were going. Tick, 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 tick. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where's my favorite part of the show? Where's Matt's favorite part of the show? It's here right now. We had shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands Two. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot in that old game. You know what? Maybe you're playing the new DLC for the first time. Enjoy it. <laughs> it's fun. You get yourself some free loot while you're doing it. You know it. what? You need to keep propping that up because I've seen them Google stats. And we get thousands and thousands of people coming by just for the codes. <laughs> What's this? Podcast? No, wrestling, nobody cares. No book review? Need the, get out. Need those codes and I'm leaving. <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's thousands and thousands of people that at least go third shift. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. You said it. You said That's third true. shift. You may not listen to anything, but you sure did come on over and get those codes. It's a a phrase that bounces around in in his empty cranium for a while. Third shift. shift. We exist for a second. That's right. And that's all that matters in the end of it. (laughs) So you keep on telling them about them wonderful codes, Matt. And I'll keep on telling them that, hey, we did another patch. They took a break. They went on vacation, but now they're back. As you all know or didn't know, I'll say it again. We kind of briefly covered it last time on one of our specials. Mm The Malawan takedown that was supposed to come out for the vacation got postponed. They were having some issues. They didn't really talk about it too much, but it didn't come out. So I was very sad. I was heartbroken, and I didn't get to do the Malawan takedown because I suck, and that's just the way it is. But fear not, everybody, because the patch notes today, amongst some other weird things that maybe Matt has something on there, but I didn't see anything that I really cared about too much, to be honest with you, except for the fact that the takedown at Malawan is indeed going to get scaled to the amount of players coming 
as of January 16th, which is this coming up mm-hmm. week, and it'll last till January 30th, and at which point it'll go back to normal, being a four-player only, or, you know, if you're really good, you do it yourself, but you know what I'm saying. It'll scale to one-player, two-player, three-player, four-player from January 16th to January 30th, and that's when we'll for sure be able to do it, because yes. uh, if we can't, then something's wrong with us, and, you know, I just really need to stop. <laughs> I do like in the patch notes... <laughs> They specifically say about the about the takedown difficulty reduction. It will scale. It will, it will scale like slightly easier. They use like a very qualitative phrase mm-hmm. there, just like, "Oh, it'll be a little bit easier." I'm like, "Oh man, it better be like." I mean, it doesn't have to be super easy, but it better be like doable easy with just me and Mister Beef. Come on. And me. You got you to do it. Come well, on, yeah, man. And Jeez, oh, peace. We got to do it at least well, one I mean, of if them we, together. If it's that easy, we could just do it solo. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> See, I was going to throw in a line about, so, hey, when it gets here, you could ditch your friends and then never have to play with them again, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings. This is mad. You know, I'm looking for some new friends, everybody out there that listen to the podcast. <laughs> Somebody wants to play a game with me. <laughs> I'm so sad. God bless it. Well, you could hook up with all those specialty people that Sean used to beat the Maliwan take. That's true. Like level 90. He's hooking up with people like Jolt's dude and yeah, Killer uh-huh. Six and all these people. Who well, you know, though. Click a, click a button and the boss That explodes. was true the first time. However, it was posted the other day that him and his crew, they beat it. So me yeah, and you allegedly. are the scrubs. Allegedly, I, I think. Hey, no, we know Danny knows how to manipulate images because she's an artist. Mm-hmm. I bet she was like, "Hey, Sean, send me those screenshots of how you did it." And then she was like, whoop, 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 "Just put whoop, them in whoop, there." Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, they were all like, "We we farmed for the right weapons and did all the right things to beat it." And you know, maybe they were just yeah, lying. Right. They just didn't do any of that. You know, it's a clear lie. Mm-hmm. I never see anybody online. I, yeah, I don't see anybody ever online. Every time I get on, it's just me, some random people that are my friends. That I don't know who they are. That's it. I was gonna say it's it's me and a uh, Mexican Cheeto who changed his name to like Asmondo Cheeto. I guess he doesn't live in Mexico anymore. Nope, he left Mexico. Farewell. Smart idea, maybe. I don't know. No, it depends on where. Depends on where you are in Mexico and what your job is. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Doesn't matter though, Matt. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> because besides that, the patch notes, there are some little things, not too much going on. So we got to wait another week to see if they're going to actually do some big balance and checks and fixes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though, because they've already discussed that and said that the big things usually come with the DLC releases, that kind of thing. Yeah. But unfortunately, there are some still some balancing issues and things that need to be addressed. But, you know, you know, whatever. We'll hear it when we hear it, right? I mean, all my stuff still works good, so I'm, and I'm that's, not complaining. And that's what it is for me. It's Things yeah. still work for me just because I'm a casual player and have fun and just mm-hmm. get on and shoot and loot and go away. I don't play it a lot, a ton, you know, every day, so I don't right. see all the minute crazy things that, you know, the issues that bigger time streamers and those who just put hundreds upon hundreds of hours are seeing in there. It's just not there mm-hmm. for me, so I can't really say yay or nay on good or bad on it. But you just sparked in my brain something we need to remind the people of. You said, hey, the big stuff comes with DLCs and patches and stuff. We do need to remind the people that I believe on the 16th, a week from today as we're recording this, at the same time the Melimon takedown difficulty alteration occurs, 
They have, we have the next episode of the Borderlands show, right? Because that's on the TS calendar. Yes, should be. Isn't that next week? So why would you have a Borderlands show? If there's nothing to talk about whatsoever, right? I mean, we speculated before it'd be a seasonal DLC or something coming through, like for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So the possibility exists of some kind of announcement. Cause or I got something special for you, Matt. Morn After Kill just posted a video the other day. And Aha. he said he was talking to some 2K Yahoos back in November, and they didn't have him sign any NDAs and this and that. Well, they did, but it was under for just statistical numbers, that kind of thing. It wasn't for the information mm-hmm. they were actually sharing with him and others. And it sounds like from what he's saying and what he showed of the uh, the script that they get for what's coming out for this, this coming year, that we're going to mm-hmm. be getting a battle pass slash microtransaction patch coming up here mm-hmm. shortly. So maybe the next bat- uh, Borderlands show is going to be talking about the Battle Pass and what that's going to entail and the microtransactions and how that's all going to work. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it is. If it's true. Could be. I mean, <laughs> hey, I always say it. Danny should put in the, in the voice clip for Futurama right here. Interesting if true. Now, I mean... I- I mean, literally interesting because I'd be interested to see what this means, like mm-hmm. what kind of microtransactions, what the battle pass means. The only battle pass I've seen is the Fortnite one, which is all cosmetic things and microtransaction filled. Well, so I don't really know. This is all hearsay, and she said he said he said stuff, right. except for the morning after kill part where he literally had video or audio. I shouldn't say video audio of the two K representative talking to him about the NDA and that he's not under an NDA for this part. But da da da. So he's mm. not lying. He had this conversation with this two K representative about this particular mm. stuff. If they do it, who knows? Maybe they, since that conversation, they've decided to scrap the whole thing. Could all be a bust, but right. as of what he said and what the schedule is looking like, which he posted on his video, so check out Morning After Kill if you want to kind of see what I'm talking about here. Go throw mm-hmm. him a like, all that good stuff, since I used his information. Um, it's coming soon. It was like in the January, February block. I can't remember for sure, but it was right in that vein, so that would perfectly mm-hmm. match up with this coming Borderlands show. And on top yeah. of that, I saw some screen pics of like a Destiny-type layout, and I don't know if you're familiar with that. But what it is, is it's like a two-tier area. And everybody that doesn't buy in will still get unlocks throughout the the, bat, the season, the battle season, whatever you want to call it. You'll get yeah. unlocks as you level up in that season, regardless. But if you pay to get the battle pass, you get a bonus unlock. So in underneath it, it'll show you what the bonus unlock is. So every time you mm. get to a certain cap or a certain whatever level it is, You'll unlock this particular bonus, which might be a rare, uh, legendary gun, might be uh, a bunch of money, might you know whatever it is. Just it could be any and all things. You'll unlock that if you're free, and then the bonus one if you have the battle pass on top of it. Which typically, if it works like it does in Destiny, the free stuffs just some extra loot, you know, some gear that'll help level it up, get you up there, get you going. And then uh, resources to help you buy and make things, buy things, that kind of stuff. Then the paid right. stuff is where you get like the big legendary quest chains to go do and get the legendary guns. It's where you get the perks that give you 10% extra experience or, uh, right. you know, that kind of stuff. So I assume because of the screenshots, which I don't know if these were fake or real or mock-ups mm-hmm. from 2K or just somebody mocked it up based off of Destiny 2's, but they showcased that and we're like hey look this is what it's going to be and da, 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 da. so if it goes off that system 
it's not to me that big of a deal because like I said, even right. if you don't buy in, you'll still rank up, you'll still get the free items, you just won't get the bonus battle pass paid items, which are handy mm. and nice, but not crucial to survive. Yeah, just based off of your description of it, it sounds like just like I'm sure Destiny's is and basically how Fortnite's is. It just fun for somebody who's interested in that kind of stuff, who wants to shell out a little bit of extra money to get some more cool drops or maybe, you know, exclusive skins for the battle pass. But as long as you're getting stuff for playing the game, I like the idea of like seasons and seasonal drops. Like, you know, kind of like the Halloween season that they redid, you know, the Halloween event. It was basically a season. Mm-hmm. You had different things you could do and get rewards for it. And you get it. the rewards for it. I think it was like testing the waters, basically. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I could I could actually see that. But as long as there is stuff for base players to do cuz I'm probably not I already shelled out a bunch of money on it. And I don't, I don't like you said, I don't play it every single day to be hoarding and getting all these cool things. As long as there's stuff for free players to get, I think it's fine too. Again, if if, if, if it's all true and ends up coming to fruition. Exactly. Mm. I wonder though, because me and you both bought the ultimate, you know, edition. Da 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 da. I don't recall mm-hmm. it saying battle pass and was included in that or anything. So I don't, battle pass wasn't a thing. Wasn't no, even it was exi- just, It didn't even exist. You, so you get the four DLCs and that was it. Yeah. So I, technically, we're not. We wouldn't get that. We would have to buy into it just mm-hmm. like everybody else. But I wonder if they would do something for anybody who bought the ultimate crazy edition or not. You know. I would assume they do like. Battleborn did, you'd get like a little Founder's Bonus Pack, because, oh, you have the Season Pass already before this date, you get the Founder's Gun, you get a, you know, Founder's Skin or something, something special like that, or a Echo Skin or whatever it is, any kind of trinket. I wonder. I hope so. I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel bad even if I didn't, to be honest with you, because right. I, I knew what I was buying into. I bought to get all the DLC so I didn't have to worry about in the future and could play them and have a great time, so it's not that big of a deal. It'd just be a nice bonus perk. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And also, I just want to briefly touch on the fact, I don't want to go too far into it because I don't like being you know super negative or anything, but mm-hmm. more and after did also touch on the subject of uh, keeping people in the game. You know, the mm-hmm. game sold gangbusters. They made a ton of money yeah. off of it, but from 2K and Gearbox apparently all know this, and they've been reaching out to Jolt's dude, Killer6, all the big names, and asking because apparently the drop-off's been really high. Mm-hmm. That people have come in, they've gotten to a certain point and dropped off, and then the people who, you know, played the game, beat the game, also have been dropping off. They, the mm-hmm. retention hasn't been there like it was for, you know, pre-sequel, Borderlands 2 especially, and even Borderlands 1 to an extent. And mm-hmm. it has apparently, hearsay, it has Gearbox yeah. and 2K worried, and they've been reaching out asking what they could do, what what uh, the the viewers want out of the streams mm-hmm. and what the streamers want out of the, you know, the content to keep it vibrant and the community alive and well on Twitch, Mixer, etc., and I, yeah. and I do think that's a deal. I, I have personally seen it, you know, the viewership of Borlands and whatnot drop, you know. Mm-hmm. And we saw it, you know, in our show listening, spike up for a while, come down, go up, come down. Yeah. So we see it ourselves, and it is one of those issues like, should they be worried about that? Is it is it just a changing of the times where people just aren't playing? We've discussed this before, where people just aren't mm-hmm. playing 
like games like that forever anymore. But then again, you look at Fortnite, the success of that, and how long it's lasted. So that's not necessarily mm. true. I, I would say the only thing, the only caveat to that is Fortnite is PvP. Mm-hmm. It will be different every single time you play it. True. Even even if they never updated the maps or the guns or anything, it's going to be different every time because it's all different people. Like I feel like as you're mentioning it, like. The, again, if any of this is true, th- this situation would I'm, – I'm trying to think of how to word this. Like if Overlords 2K want to see the numbers up and all this stuff and see people playing through it multiple times and you know getting the big viewer numbers, uh, that would be for a game like Battleborn mm-hmm. where you can do PvE and PvP because that keeps it super fresh. I mean, I love the game. I, I blasted through it. I played it on stream, had a great time. I still enjoy playing it, but it is just a PvE game that's the same. Mm-hmm. Generally the same anytime I play it. So for someone like me, I can't just play the same thing over and over again, but I can play multiplayer games forever, over for and years over and years. Because they're always different. Because who knows who's on the other end over there, what their strategy is going to be, this, this, this. I would watch that over watching a pve game for years mm-hmm. so i just i feel like it, it it makes sense to me if this if it's happening it makes sense that to me that view viewership spikes up and then once everybody's seen everything it kind of goes away unless you're a super diehard who likes to watch people do the farm runs the max roll runs and and that's but if you had something like battleborn with pvp in it you would you could have had that kind of success and that's where i agree a hundred percent I feel that it's not that the game's bad. I feel it's just that being that it's just PvE, everyone has seen it, everyone's played it, everyone's done what they're going to do, and they've moved on. And only Mm -hmm. the hardcore have stayed behind to watch individuals play it over and over and over and over and over again to farm certain weapons or figure out some crazy builds that allow them to just go nuts, this and that. Mm -hmm. Everyone's watching PvP. Everyone wants that unique experience. That, that yeah. moment where they go, oh, my gosh, whoa, you know, and you don't get that PvE. You know you're about to go mm-hmm. fight Wotan or whoever it is, and you're about, you're, you know what your strat's going to be. You're going to do the same thing. You're going to do this to beat them. You're going to use this particular weapon. And for a while, you get that with rare spawns. Mm-hmm. But now they had the rare spawn event, so you know where they all are. So anytime you go through doing a run, it'll be, well, I wonder if we're going to see all Eldragon Jr. over here. Nope. Or if you do... Cool, there he is. It's not like a surprise and a big Oh my god, what's that big what's that big Indo tyrant running around? Oh, it's the Indo tyrant. We see him every time mm-hmm. or every fourth time. Yep, I agree. I agree. I think this is the moment where they gotta get Project One V one out into Borderlands, like we like we there thought was gonna happen. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was all just a ruse to get a PvP stick into the Borderlands universe, which would have got a PvP thing in there, and they would have saved it. Saved it. like it's Just like that. You could still do it. Yeah. Just, oh, hey, yeah. we got a weird call from the strange space station. Go in and use your holographic avatar to fight it and out. And then you just have like a, a hub area where people are sitting there with their cards, you know, dealing them mm-hmm. out. And then, of course, they give you the tutorials on how you got to use the cards to up your character. And then like, yeah. oh, you don't got to be your boring old you. Come over here to the Galaxy 9997 holographic thing and you can be anything you want to be. And that's where you get the character creation thing to create your character, mm-hmm. to go into these 1v1 matches. Uh, 
now I'm getting excited again because if you if they if this did ever happen and they did put it in the Borderlands universe, you can have so much fun with those tutorials with the actual vault hunters, you know, responding to it. You could make jokes about card systems. You could do all kinds of crazy stuff with it and then still have the fun gameplay of the 1v1 system mm-hmm. in there. Oh, it just you just wouldn't be so dry of just doing it straight cuz Borderlands would make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Borderlands itself would make fun of, make itself, fun of itself, like it always in does. The game, yeah. yeah, I, 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 th- I still to this day hold that they need to do that. I don't mm. know if it was ever part of the plan. I don't think so because, of course, the graphics were completely different than anything Borderlands yeah. related. I still think it's probably put, some separate thing, but and they put so much effort into those characters and mm-hmm. and the models the last time we saw it. Exactly. So, so it's it's probably not going to happen, but I think that would be a way to keep interest peaked with that game because unfortunately i just think that everybody's moved on i don't i don't think a lot of people like hang out anymore just to watch individuals go through campaign stuff over and over and over again and it would be i feel like it would be a much better shot in the arm than like a battle pass type thing because as much as i say yeah sure it's fine and cool not really for me the 1v1 would be for me for a while Mm -hmm. i would jump into that over just oh well pay an extra handful of bucks and get some unique cosmetics. Well, I already don't play it a lot as it is. That's not going to get me to play it all that much more. But I would definitely play a PvP mode. And that's the issue is battle passes, I think, are good for people who have a lot of time to play, streamers, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing, and just, you know, college kids, regular kids, and even some adults, whatever. It ain't for me. Even with Diablo, a game I cherish and love and adore, I rarely mm. participated in the battle passes because I didn't have the time. It's like, oh, yeah. start from scratch and raise another mage up or whatever I'm going to raise and try to get as much gear and loot as I can and check out the different builds or whatever. And then, mm. boom, battle passes over. And now I got to start all over again, do another one. I was rarely ever able to get any of my characters maxed out and get the, you know, builds or, you know, gear I wanted. Mm-hmm. to do anything really with before the season was over i'd get my rewards and then move on to the next season and i got to the point yeah. where i'm like this ain't fun i'm not i'm just like playing once again i'm just playing the campaign over again barely getting anywhere with it and then mm-hmm. the season ends this can be fun for people who are hardcore but it's not fun for me so i gave up on doing it and i just used my old character and had fun with her until i stopped playing altogether so to be fair if they're worried about like stream numbers dropping, like maybe people not even wanting to stream because the numbers are going down. Maybe if, if it is for something like someone like a streamer who plays all the time, it's at least, at least freshen it up for them. So they'll have a little bit more fun. So maybe it'll encourage people to do it because you're grinding for this instead of just grinding for the one thing. But hey, I, I don't know. I hope like, so. Like I said, if, if it exists, it's not really for me, but that's, I mean, that's all I can say. I don't want to sound negative either. Yeah, I'm, but I, I'm in the exact same boat. I enjoy the game and I'm having fun with it. So yeah. I don't want to be like, I'm not liking it. I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun with it. But I, it's for me, it's mm. not a game I play constantly. Right. So it's perfect. Everything's working for me. So I don't like want to be like, ah, this game's broken. Needs help. But I'm hearing right. the hardcore go, this game needs some help. It needs some balancing mm. issues. It needs this done, that done, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously, the other one's playing it. All the time. They're the ones that are trying yeah, to make a living off of it and having people engaged. And they're the ones saying it's not quite there. So, mm-hmm. hey, I've got to believe what they're saying. 
they know what they're doing. And a lot of them have played Borderlands 2 for years and years and years successfully. So there's something there. But for me, I can't understand it because I'm just a casual and I enjoy what I have. I just try to at least let everybody know what's going on. So if you kind of want more in-depth looks at what Mm -hmm. the streamers that do this all the time for this game are talking about, you know, hit up Jolt's Dude, hit up Killer Sticks, hit up Morning After, and I'm sure there's a million others out there. Sorry, Mm -hmm. you know, I I can't listen to every stream and watch every stream in the world. It's impossible. Now, since we're on this subject, I want to stay here because we're talking about it. And it's something I was going to bring up, and I'm scared I'm going to forget. I was going to end the night with, of course, us talking a little bit about the heist and what we liked, what we didn't like, how it went. And this ties into that, but it also ties into what we're just saying. In that the heist, for me, was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was okay. The best part of the heist was when they went to the section. I don't know if you've even reached this yet, Matt. was when they went to the area where they went all uh, Ocean's Eleven, and they said, we need this guy on our team. And then it did, it just like magically transported you to a spot. You did a scenario, you acquired that person, and then it magically teleported you back. And then it was like, now you've acquired the master cloth ear. Ha ha ha. He can disguise you and all the things. And then it said, now for the next part of our master plan, you've got to get this guy on your team. And then it magically teleported you to another area and you did the scene, the scenario. Like I say, it didn't magically teleport. You had to run to the little to the little transit car hey, hey, and hey, it took hey, you to hey, the hey. new wing. <laughs> no, late like late, just later on. Did you get to that oh, part? Even where, later on, yeah, there's yeah. another. There's another like, area where they literally look at a sheet and it's like, hmm, now we need this, and then oh, you just okay, go to yeah, a custom. I haven't okay. gotten to that part. It's, okay, it literally does like an old school movie thing, where yes. you're just like going to. It takes you to the area you need to go to. You get the thing. It takes you back, and now you have the thing and. That part okay, okay. was the best part. It was awesome. It was unique. It was fun. It was super cool. It reminded me a ton of Battleborn's uh, uh, Atticus's, you know, whole shit yeah. with the noir thing mm-hmm. going on. Super themed. Super just in into what it was trying to do there. It went, o- you mm-hmm. know, over the top. A lot of fun with it, and like the storytelling part with uh, the uh, the demon bear and all that. And yeah. Battleborn once again with that. Great stuff. And then, of course, like with uh, Tiny Tina's uh, um, mm-hmm. Demon Keep, you know, whatever. Dungeon Keep. God, Assault on Dragon There keep. we go. God bless. Like that. That's where they shine, is if they would yeah. just do these DLCs in depth, all in on something that they've got in their brain. Like the, mm-hmm. the parts that were just okay were just the standard, hey, Running around, person's talking at you, you're just killing more baddies. And it was fun because it was Hyperion loader bots, it reminded you of Borderlands 2. You got to see Timothy, mm. who, and then Jack, of course, was appearing in the hologram, so you got to have a little bit of Jack again. It was like, oh, it was reminiscent, yeah, yeah. good times, fun. All enjoyable, couple cool characters, Freddie Mercury was awesome. Well, I don't mm. know if he's Freddie Mercury, whatever, Freddie. It's just Freddie. Just Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Just Freddy the Bot Man. Yeah, Freddy was really cool. You know, the pretty boy was neat. I, I enjoyed him, mm-hmm. but I, I thought that part in particular really stood out to me. And bringing mm-hmm. it all in in one sweep in motion, that to me is how you make this game like to the clouds. Yeah, is you stop trying to just make generic like big areas and just go through and farm and a boss and then farm and someone's mm-hmm. talking. Theme it. Go nuts with it. 
really go all in to, like you said in an earlier episode, to make get you all in on this game again, they need to change the formula a bit. And I yep. think theming every DLC like hardcore to where it's almost not even Borderlands. It's right. Borderlands, but it's not. That's how you save it. That's how you get everybody coming back every time without a doubt. And it would help the streamers out. Because then they could get their audience going, no, I want you to go do this one. You know, where it's all themed around medieval times. Or, no, 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 no. Today, let's do, uh, let's farm some noir stuff. And it's all black and white and, and gritty and silly and ridiculous. That kind of thing. I think it'd help everybody be entertained, have fun, and stay engaged. I, I got to agree 100% with you on that one. Like, like I said, I haven't gotten to the part you're talking about, but... My least favorite thing about the DLC is when it just feels like I'm just playing Borderlands again. Like seeing all the new stuff is great. Fighting the loader bots is awesome. I love it. It feels good. It still is still is as much fun to play. But once you get past the window dressing, a lot of that is, like you said, a, a person talking in the corner at you, and you go down the path shooting bots and. Then you go get the thing, and then you sh- shoot all the way back. Uh-huh. If they can, if they can change the game up and break you out of that, I keep. I always say it like the gameplay loop. This is what my character does when I'm in a fight. If you can, if you can change up the presentation, make it more engaging to listen to, to watch, to to listen to many times over, exactly like they did with Battleborn. We played through that Atticus thing. Oh, well, obviously we played through times. it. Yeah, we played through it tons and tons of times. Even beyond that, it had so many unique playthroughs. Even if they just did, even if they just did that, you were doing all the same things. Maybe you could even change up the DLCs for Borderlands if you have these tight little instance things. You know, maybe this time Lilith's telling the story. Next time it's Maya. This time it's Claptrap. But you're doing the same thing, but just with a different flavor over top of it. Uh-huh. E- even that would, even that would make me. It would make me play it. As many I'd, times I until say, I started I'd at least it. playing it four or five, six times to get everybody's voice and everybody's version of said story that you're going through, mm-hmm. just like I did with Battleborn. So yeah. even if I wasn't hardcore, knew I was going to drop off, I would do it at least four or five times instead of just once, mm-hmm. twice tops. So right there, engagement goes up triple, quadruple fold. Yeah, because, I mean, even as much fun as playing through the new DLC is... I don't see myself really seriously doing it again because I'm doing it on True Vault Hunter Mayhem 2 right now. So there's just make it even harder and do the same thing again. But if it was a new presentation, a a fresh look, if Timothy was in my ear saying, hey, we got to go back in because we got to get this or that or the other thing that I left behind. I left my favorite pickle jar or something Mm. silly, something goofy. I'd go back in there and just be running through, seeing what he left, seeing what pretty boy left over, going, you know, finding something for Freddy, whatever it happened to me. I just feel like th- this whole show is like the, man, wasn't Battleborn great show? Like, look at all I know, the cool right? stuff there's that so they many did ideas. that should be back and here And it's right funny now. because there's been so many topics on how they used what they learned in Battleborn and brought it to Borderlands 3, but I feel like there's mm-hmm. so much more they could do that they did in Battleborn and bring it over to improve oh, Borderlands yeah. even more. And it's just like, oh, come on. I know they got it in them, obviously. They've already done it. Yeah. And so I want to see it because I loved this DLC. I had fun with it. I will say that there was a point where I was kind of, and to be honest, I was a little bored, like in the beginning, Mm -hmm. just like you were. 
I was like, okay, yeah. uh, this just feels like typical. Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Lots of bots coming. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever. But when I got the Transla- Trash Lantis and stuff, that was where yeah. everything changed. And I went, oh, this is this is fun. Oh, I love this. This is great. Going through their little town, finding the Claptrap, yeah. you know. Oh, spoiler, Claptrap unit, you know, and fighting that. Uh-huh. I had a good time with that. I liked that story. I loved the whole just idea of these trash heap people living down there in their own universe, didn't want anything to do with the outer universe. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is fun. This is neat. This is unique in its own little way. And I enjoyed yeah. it. I didn't really like just being up on the main floors and just trudging through and having pretty boy, you know, go, ah, oh, hey, come on, man, help me. And I, her, him, come on. And you're like, yeah, okay, I've heard this all time and time again. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no duh, there's no option. It's not like I can change my mind and help you. So I'm just going right, to keep right. killing more bots and helping Timothy, et cetera, get through this. So besides that, I don't like I said I don't want it negative. Overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was put mm-hmm. well put together. I liked how they got Timothy back in it. They gave him a little heart, mm-hmm. got him going there. The bosses I thought were a lot of fun, with the exception. And I don't know if you got to him. I don't think you did. But did you fight Freddy? I haven't fought Freddy. No. Okay. The fight with Freddy I thought was really weird, and I didn't understand it at all. So. I won't go any further on that, but it was just, it's just very strange. And I don't know if it's because my game glitched or whatever, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be something epic. And it was because mm -hmm. Freddy appears and I killed him. And I'm not sure if that was intentional. Or if it was supposed to be a boss fight and I just it glitched out, or if he was just not balanced right and I was overpowered. Because once again, I mistakenly just did it in true Vault Hunter mode. I didn't throw any mayhem on. And yeah. so I was smoking through the DLC anyway. But, uh, I, you know, up until that point, any boss fight or any big thing, it took a second for me to, you know, it was like, oh, this right, is right. the fight and this is what's going on. With him, it was, I went, oh, it's Freddy. And then it was over and I went... <laughs> <laughs> was that I don't understand was that real was that supposed to happen I I was confused mm-hmm. so that part kind of threw me off I went and collected my loot anyway and moved on and had a good time yeah. so I was like whatever so I enjoyed it and also I don't know if you've been getting lucky with these legendary drops Matt but of course the DLC had some new guns and stuff for you to pick mm-hmm. up oh yeah and I went and looked and I'm like you know I I feel like I did pretty good this time and I like I've got like almost all of them but one or two in my first one play run through, I have all of the guns wow. and I'm like, this is insane. And I got the Scoville nice. from Torg getting all the, uh, the peppers blowing oh, up yeah. all the, the, all the thingy-bajiggies. Got that gun. Mm. That gun's insanely ridiculous. A lot of fun, nice. but it's like real short range. So problems with it. The ion, the ion cannon. Once mm. again, I got Danny through that one of those my way. And then funny enough, later that night, as I was using it, I got another one to drop naturally for me. So awesome. I have two of them, and then I got the ion laser. A lot of fun with that. Just a ton of them. I mean, you have you encountered any of the new guns? Or I probably have encountered more than I think of. But since I just so rarely even change my loadout, I, I well, I know she sent us. She sent me an ion cannon as well. Oh, nice. I haven't had a chance to use it just because, like I said, my loadout's always just the same. But I did get that handsome Jack gun, the one you. When you reload, you throw it, and it does the the bouncing Novas mm-hmm. on the ground. And I didn't realize the first time I played it, I used it a fair amount. 
I had no idea Handsome Jack actually talks to you in the gun. It's a Handsome Jack gun. What? He's yapping all the time. You didn't know that either? No. Well, yeah, the, the first time I played with it, he didn't say a word. But the second time that stream I did, I, I was just running around holding the gun out, which I don't often do. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, man, this freaking Vault Hunter's got me in his stupid grubby hands. He's just, just constant motor mouth jack, like the whole time. And I was like, how did I not hear this before? It was had my headphones on. They were turned up. Huh. Like he was he would have been right here in my ear. But yeah, it's talking the whole time. Yabber, 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 which is my favorite thing. I love when the bosses talk to you. And now that he's, I don't know if he's like stuck inside the gun, but it sort of sounds like he's talking that mm-hmm. way. It, it was awesome. It had, it had so much fun. Now it's just in my rotation until I find something stupidly overpowered to just throw it away with. But I, I like just the mechanic of it gives me an extra Nova as well. Just to bounce around. I'm going to have to go back in and put that on because I never even put it on. I didn't even check it out. So, oh, man. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, it's just like you said, I have my load out. I have some guns that are extremely OP for what I'm doing. So I'm smoking yeah. through and I rarely put on anything else. I'll try some of the new legendaries when I got them, but pretty much it was mm-hmm. just sticking to this and this and this. So I'll, I'll go mm-hmm. put that on next time I play and look because, you know, just like you, I love the guns that scream and yell and are just ridiculous to you. <sighs> makes me mm. feel good. Now, there's one gun that I didn't get, and I didn't know existed until I looked it up. It's the Nukem. You oh. can get the Nukem in here. And, of course, I'm going to talk about the RPG farm from Junpai Goat Eater in the Spendopticon, which I don't know who the Junpai Goat Eater is. I'm sure if I went back and played, I'd remember, but I don't right now. So I need to figure out. I never out, ran into that person so far. So. I know the Spendopticon. So yeah, yeah. I'll go look that. I, I can just go there and look, but I think I'll just Google it because, of course, mm-hmm. it has the mortars with the large splash radius. Da da da. da. You know what the mm-hmm. Nukem is. And oh, I know what the Nukem is. That's my is. favorite gun in the whole wide world, except for the conference uh-huh. call. So I have to go uh-huh. get it. So I was like, okay, nope. I wasn't intending to go back and play the uh, DLC again anytime soon, but I'm mm-hmm. going to go back in and farm that because I need it. It has to be in my life. I'll never forget that first time. <laughs> What the hell is that? What's going on? That's <laughs> my rocket launcher, dude. Oh, man, the, the monkey guy drops it over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome that it's back. I'm glad it's back. Mm-hmm. So it is back. It's in this DLC. I can't wait to get it and play with it. But I don't know. I guess overall that's it, man. I don't know. You know what needs to come back, which would revive my interest in the game and revive all the stream numbers and do all the good things. The Bane needs to come back. Bane 2.0. I agree. I agree. That needs to happen. I agree 100%. I would, I would, it would never leave my arsenal. Mm-mm. It could be level one, and I would just use it forever. Eee! Oh, my God. There's nothing better than that gun. No matter how drunk you get, it's still funny. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it was... I'll never forget the first time with that, too. Gage just running in place, essentially. What are you doing, Eric? I, I can't run. What's... Oh man, this gun! Just <laughs> drunkenly watching your your character with full on sprint animation, just going creep, 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 creep. Good times, so good, so good. They got to bring it back. You know they will. There's no way they won't. I mean, that gun's got to be number one for everybody, right? It should be number one in their hearts. Just like maybe this DLC will end up being number one in my heart because I love heist movies. I love setups and I love executions of heists. So maybe once I get more toward the heist part, 
I will enjoy it quite a bit more. I'm still just building the team. I'm still I'm still just baby, baby toes in the water here. So over the next week, I'm going to try and finish that up. You got anything else for the people, or are we going to wrap the show up? Oh, we'll up, wrap Mr. the show up and then have a deeper conversation once you finish it so that uh, I don't spoil every single thing for you. Sounds good. So if you guys want to spoil every single thing for me, you can send all the spoilers to info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet them at us, at thirdshiftme. You can find us on Facebook. Just send them. Don't even put, like, the subject line. Just put, like... The, the whole spoiler just in the subject line. So I have no choice but to get spoiled. That's how you do it. You know, and you can find that all over there, everyone. And while you're listening, please listen to this. There's a thing called Patreon. It's where all sorts of streamers, YouTubers, podcasters, all sorts of content creators go. And they need your help. If you could just have the heart and the time to head on over there and Consider throwing these poor, unfortunate, needy souls. One dollar, two dollars, three dollars, anything and all things help. Hey, and if you have the heart, the ambition to throw our show, Third Shift, one million dollars, we're going to open up a food line and turn it into a reality TV debacle for your watching and listening pleasure. I just urge you, out of the kindness of your hearts, to all consider heading over there to that wonderful Patreon and supporting your folks here at Third Shift in any way that you can. Because look at them. Look at their emaciated faces. and They need your help. They need you. <laughs> and this is where you play that music like the Hearts on <laughs> I thought about trying to sing the Sarah McLachlan song because I don't like the the one line. Mm. But I was like, if I sing it, then she won't edit it and put it in there. Yep. So you got to edit it and put it in. I'm not being I'm not being Sarah McLachlan today. No. Oh goodness, there it is. <laughs> and I'm going to steer us away from sadness and say this podcast drops every Friday. So we'll be back in your ear holes on the 17th of January for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And I messed that up, but I don't even care. Because if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, comment, and subscription. Any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. Because it does help us out. I really do appreciate it. And I don't know why I'm doing it like this, but that's how we're doing it in the new decade. I enjoy it. You know what? I enjoy it a lot, Matt. Makes me happy. You know what else makes me happy? It's those five-star reviews. Get out there, everybody. Five-star five reviews. I ain't changing it up. Five-star reviews. You better never give up. Oh, yeah, that was a terrible rapping rhyme, but I'm telling you right now, give us those five-star <laughs> reviews, and maybe I'll practice and get better, or else I'll keep giving you these sharn dog dang old bad ones. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> So it's an incentive and yet also a threat at the same time. <laughs> awesome. And with that, Matt, there, there's nothing else in this episode. <laughs> nothing good's going to come of any of this. Don't, 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 forget to save. <laughs> Shut up and sit down.